Do you believe in your business and want it to grow quicker? Make more sales, scale the business? <laughs> yeah, me too. I just love helping women in business and I want your business to be the best it can possibly be. You can expect truthful accounts of the highs and lows of business, struggles, traumas, epic highlights and priceless moments. I'll be sharing how this busy mum scaled a business from a local class in a village hall to 60 franchisees internationally. So let's get started. I'm Charlie Day and you're listening to the Entrepreneurs Growth Club podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Entrepreneurs Growth Club podcast. It has been an exciting week for me because I hit 5,000 members in the Entrepreneurs Growth Club, which just feels like such an amazing milestone. And especially since it's just shy of a week before my first birthday celebrations begin. So I started the Entrepreneurs Growth Club on the 2nd of March um, last year, 2020, just a couple of weeks before the global pandemic hit and we had to go into lockdown. I had no idea how the rest of 2020 was going to turn out. But actually looking back now, the Entrepreneurs Growth Club was one of the best things that ever happened to me. Um, the question that I get all the time is how have you had such fast growth? So I wanted to do a podcast to talk about what I've done over the past year to get to where I am now um, and to give you some hints and tips about how you can grow your audience or your Facebook group and uh, the struggles that I've had along the way as well. I've always been huge Disney fan. And if you've <laughs> listened to this a lot, you'll probably know that already. Um, but I love that quote by Walt Disney. If you can dream it, you can do it. And I 100% agree with that. I've always been a dreamer from when I was like a 13 year old girl staring out of the classroom window, wishing that I was a musical theater star instead. I've always dreamed um, of bigger things and wanted to go after all of my dreams and I've never given up on any of them, even when they felt impossible at times. When I was 13 and my mum was telling me that there was no way that I could go to theatre school, um, of course I got there in the end because I honestly believe that if you can dream it, you can do it. But at the same time, there is a huge amount of hard work that goes into those dreams uh, people often band around this, oh, she was an overnight success or that person seems like they were an overnight success. There is no such thing as an overnight success. And if you have a look into any of those people who you think are an overnight success and dig in, you'll realise that they've really, really put a lot of graft in. Uh, I did a whole episode on falling in love with the hustle and, and that's me. I love hustling. I love that part of it. And I, I think you've got to fall in love with it because you'll be hustling more than you probably ever anticipate. It sort of annoys me about this world that we live in now that people think that they can have things straight away and that they can get a real sense of success really, really early on. And I think I see it a lot in children as well. Obviously, before I did phonics with Robot Reg, I was um, I ran a theatre school, and a lot of people want things straight away. They want to be successful straight away, and, and it just doesn't work like that. And actually, now that I'm a mum, I want to teach my child that it definitely doesn't work like that. You absolutely have to work hard in order to get success. 
And it might be that through working really hard, you find something and it all suddenly clicks into place and it starts rolling really quickly. But it annoys me when people are like, I want 10,000 Instagram followers. And I just sort of think, well, look after the hundred that you've got and that a hundred will turn into a thousand that will turn into 10,000. So look after those people who are supporting you right now and you will get more. If you look after your customers, you'll get more customers. If you look after your followers, you'll get more followers. Don't focus on the end goal. Focus on the journey, on how you're gonna get there and really enjoy it. Really enjoy every step of that, learning along the way. Um, I certainly have. It's been a huge learning curve for me. I'd never even set up a Facebook group before, so I didn't know what I was doing. I just knew that I wanted to create a community of like-minded entrepreneurs. I'd met a few along the way, and I just wanted to put everyone into a group so that we could all give each other advice, support each other, cheer each other on every step of the way. And so I did just that. And it was amazing. I remember at the end of, of my first month, so back in March 2020, I think I had 200 members of in the group and I was thrilled. Like, I thought 200 was loads. I saw this thing actually on TikTok last week and it was saying people think having 100 followers is like having hardly any followers at all but actually if a hundred people turned up at your house and wanted to come in and listen to what you were talking about suddenly that seems like absolutely loads of people and I think I've been grateful throughout this whole journey for anybody who wanted to join my community so yeah I can literally remember being thrilled having 200 people in my group um, and obviously as, as things went on, as time went on and we ended up in lockdown and people needed more support um, emotionally and I remember just thinking, come on, we've got to pull this together. We've got to stay positive. We've got to keep our businesses going. I don't want to see businesses um, going under. I want to see them thriving. But also on a personal note, we needed that connection and everything as well. And as you guys probably already know, I'm a huge goal-driven person. So back in March 2020, I had my goals all set out for the year. I was going to achieve absolutely amazing things and I was so, so excited. But obviously the world had completely different plans for me and I had to rewrite my goals because some of them were going to be unachievable because we could no longer leave the house. I wasn't even going to the office or anything like that. So I rewrote my goals and the Entrepreneurs Growth Club was a big part of that. I wanted to launch a podcast. I wanted to write a website for it or design a website for it. Um, writing one sounds like I'm a coder and it was definitely just a WordPress job. So um, <laughs> I wanted to uh, help more people create more sales. I wanted to give them more tailored advice that would really, really make an impact. And as time went on, I had more and more goals and I um, launched a, a membership where people um, are in this even closer knit community where we offer weekly training and resources. Um, and then I went on to launch a mini course. I did challenges. I launched the most amazing mastermind that completely changed my life. Um, and now I'm about to launch a, a six week sales course, my first ever sales course, Sell Your Way to Success to go from 
stressed out to sold out in six weeks and I, I can't wait. And I've just loved this journey and everything about it. But I want to share with you my top tips that I have picked up along the way in case any of them help you. Number one is come from a place of help, not a place of sales. What I mean by this is how is your group going to help people? Why should they join? What's in it for them? Sometimes when I have this chat with people, people say, well, I want to make more sales. That's why I've created a Facebook group. I want to create more sales. Well, yeah, obviously we all want to create more sales. That's why we're building a community in the first place. But think of it from the customer's point of view. Why would they join your group? What's pulling them in? You've got to have a hook that's going to get them in that's coming from a place of, I want to help you. I want to teach you about this thing. I want to give you value, whatever that is for you. For me, it was, do you want to make more sales? If you want to make more sales in your business, then please join the Entrepreneurs Growth Club because not only is it the most amazing community, but also I'm dropping hints and tips all the time on how to create more sales. So think about what that is for you and create yourself a little mini pitch so that when you see somebody who might be interested on Facebook or Clubhouse or wherever it is, you can tell them really concisely exactly what is in it for them. So that is tip number one. Tip number two, you'll have heard me harping on about this before, but consistency is key. Be consistent. If nothing else in your business, be consistent. There's no point starting a group if you don't have the ability to be really, really consistent, showing up on a daily basis, showing up live on a weekly basis. It's really important across all social media platforms, which is why I always say, get one social media platform really under your belt before you layer any more in. Sometimes when you start as a business owner, you think, oh my goodness, there's Facebook, there's Instagram, there's Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok, now Clubhouse, it's never ending. Choose the one where your audience hang around the most. And this is why it's really important to know who your target audience are, because then we can recognize where they hang around. For a lot of businesses, you might only need to be on two platforms, but doing that really, really well. So consistency is key. How consistent are you on your social media, in your marketing, in your messaging, in your blogging, whatever it is that you do, in your podcasting, whatever you do, you need to be consistent. So just have a really frank chat with yourself and think about how consistent you are. And if you aren't consistent at the moment, how can you become more consistent? And if that's a case of stripping back the social media platforms so that you're actually just more consistent on a fewer social media platforms or in a fewer different strands of your marketing, I think it's better to be consistent than to be a bit all over the, the place with your posting, but on more platforms. So number two is definitely be consistent. Number three is to go the extra mile. There's so many Facebook groups out there that you could be a part of. So you need to be going above and beyond. And even when my Facebook group started getting bigger and bigger, I started to think, how can I still make those connections with individuals? 
So reaching out and sending messages, asking them about their business and checking it out and genuinely caring about who they are and what they have to offer. If you think about it, if you're a part of loads of different groups, but there's one group where the person who runs the group really knows you and really understands you, and if something relevant came up, they would tag you, you're gonna like that group even more. So think about your own group, or if you don't have a group, whatever that is for you, the place where you're most visible. How can you make your audience feel more wanted and more connected and how can you really go the extra mile? This is something I've always done actually from running my first ever business. I've always thought about going the extra mile. I love companies that go above and beyond. Um, Disney, John Lewis, there's a few companies, obviously they are massive ones. There's loads of, of small businesses. I'll talk about um, a few who I absolutely love, who I've met from the Entre Entrepreneurs Growth Club. Um, the Gift PA, Cheryl Davis, everything is um, well thought out and she goes the extra mile. Um, also, Sensors. I absolutely love mini sensors. Ran by Lisa Jackson Stapleton. Um, Ernie knows it. Me and Ernie are actually brand reps for mini sensors. But Ernie knows when we get a parcel through from mini sensors, there's always a packet of love hearts in there for him, and he just loves it even more. But even the experience of like unwrapping these boxes is such a huge thing because there's been so much attention to detail and both of those companies actually follow up and make sure you're okay. Also, just to give a shout out to a service-based business that I absolutely love and admire, um, Vicky PT. She's my personal trainer and I am part of her amazing online membership. And she goes the extra mile as well. You know, she'll voice note her, her members to make sure that they're doing okay. She's always thinking of you and she'll always get back to you if you have any questions or anything like that. So I just thought I would use a couple of examples of people that I have worked with since running the Entrepreneurs Growth Club and not just mention the big brands out there because obviously it's a lot easier for them to do it than the smaller brands. But actually, you can do really simple things to go the extra mile. Um, you know, throwing something extra in with your product or service like Lisa does with her love hearts or following up with your customers to make sure that they're happy or following up with your customers to see how they're doing or following up with your customers to see if there's anything else that you can help them with. They are really, really small things, but they all count in going towards that extra mile. And to be honest, when I buy from a small business, I just love getting like a handwritten note saying to Charlie, I hope you love this from whoever, because it's the reason that you buy from small businesses because you get those personal touches. So number three, go the extra mile. Number four is a big one for me, set goals. So right at the beginning when I set up the Entrepreneurs Growth Club and we just went into lockdown and I had all these goals that I'd set out for the year and I was three months into achieving them, we were due to have our best year ever. 2020 would have been absolutely cracking for us had we not hit a global pandemic in the middle of it. And the first thing that I did or one of the first things that I did was I rewrote my goals. To be 
achievable in the pandemic. And one thing that I added in was to learn how to juggle because I always want to challenge myself to be doing something that's hard, doing something that really challenges me. And obviously we were just going to be in the house. And at the beginning, we had no childcare whatsoever. So I was going to be looking after my little boy all of the time. So I thought, well, I can do the two alongside each other. I can be outside with him playing and I can juggle and maybe he can learn to juggle too or have a go. Um, so it, it's not all just business goals, personal goals as well. I'm a huge fan of goals because then you can see how far you've come. You know, I can sit back and say, I've got 5,000 members in less than a year because I have those goals. I knew what I was working towards. I had the goal of setting up an online course, of um, running my own membership, of talking in groups and having these opportunities to speak on stages and in people's podcasts. Obviously, all the stages have been virtual so far, but I've done loads of speaking events at networking events um, and things like that. And I've even had the opportunity to speak in front of um, some teens about entrepreneurship, which I absolutely love, all of that stuff. Um, but set yourself some goals. I always have a list of 10 goals that I'm working towards. And within those 10 goals, there's one goal that is my major focus. And I'm so good at ticking off goals. I, I don't mean to blow my own trumpet there, but I think the more you do it, the better it feels, the more you want to do it, and then the better you get at it. And as you guys know, my first goal that I ever achieved that was really, really challenging for me was to learn to run. I literally went from not owning a pair of trainers to running in 10 months. And during those 10 months, I learned a lot about myself and the fact that if I get it down on paper, it's far more likely to happen. In fact, we are 42% more likely to achieve our goals if we write them down on paper. So I encourage you all to go and think of a list of goals. Think about where you wanna be in 10 years time and work back from there and think of a list of goals. I also write my goals down every single morning so that they're at the front of my mind. I know what I'm working towards. I know where I want to go and I've got a plan for how I'm gonna get there. And then when I do get there, I party hard because we've got to celebrate every single success along the way. My final piece of advice is have fun. Don't swear about the small stuff. Don't complain that you don't have enough members or your members aren't engaged enough or you don't have enough sales. Focus on what you do have. You do have some members. You do have some engagement. You do have some sales. Have fun. Celebrate the successes. Enjoy the process. Fall in love with the hustle because actually if your group is loads of fun, people will be way, way more likely to join rather than if you're just complaining about people not showing up or people not commenting or even if you're not complaining out loud because I would hope that you weren't telling them that. But even if you're complaining in your head, the energy that we throw out into the world is what we see back. So I have always been really, really grateful for what I've got, what I've created and the journey that I'm going along and everything that I'm learning every step of the way. I have worked really, really hard to get to this point. I've really tried to build genuine connections. 
I've always thought <laughs> that people are a bit odd when they say that they've got friends on the internet. But honestly, through running the Entrepreneurs Growth Club, I have so many people that I would now say were my friends and I've just made them through the Entrepreneurs Growth Club. I've had some amazing success stories along the way. People literally doubling, tripling, quadrupling their sales since working with me. I've had people who have literally never set a goal go set some goals and achieve them. I have had people who have genuinely believed that they can't go live or they can't sell or they're not the right person to be doing whatever task they felt was out of their depth and I've turned their mindset around and made them realize that they can do anything if they just believe that they can because mindset is at the heart of everything in business so mindset for me is key and that's always what I start with. And all of these things are the reason why I love the Entrepreneurs Growth Club and I've absolutely loved my journey to it. I've loved everyone I've met along the way and everybody that I've helped. And I'm so, so, so excited to see what the next year has to bring because I know that it's going to be absolutely amazing. I want to take this opportunity to thank each and every one of you for supporting me every step of the way. Um, from my very first podcast to my very first challenge to my six-week course, which I'm launching next week, and everything in between. Thank you so much. I wouldn't be where I am today without you and your amazing support. I'm currently busy planning my first birthday celebrations, which are gonna be the whole of the first week of March. If you want to get involved, then please just send me a message because I would absolutely love to have you as a part of it. They're my five key tips. I hope they helped you. I hope they help you to grow your audience and your business. But as always, I'm here to help. So if you have any questions or queries, just send me a message. I would absolutely love to help. And if you're not part of the Entrepreneurs Growth Club over on Facebook, then why the heck not? Come and join in because that is where all the action takes place. And I would absolutely love to have you. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you all next time.